0: All right, you guys, welcome to the midweek edition of the Temple of Hoop podcast, NBA playoffs in full swing. I'm your co-host, Coach Maples, a.k.a. Jay Mapes here, Kings, doing double duty again. Kings, what's up with you, big time?
1: Doing good, man. Getting the volume up.
0: Man. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, playoffs in full swing. And before we get into the, you know, the two series we're going to talk about in depth, man. What I'm really appreciating is these young players stepping up, man, mainly, you know, Devin Booker, yep. Devin Booker, John ja Morant. John ja Morant, I think he um, he came within two or three points of breaking the record for most points in your first two playoff games. Um, all the way, like, George Mikan has the record. I, have, that's how crazy it went. Did,
1: did, did he have 50 tonight, or did, did he, it was, he get to 50, or was he close? It was close. I, I turned it off right when they in
0: the middle of garbage time, so I got to double back. But I know he came within like two or three points short of the record if he didn't tie it at least. But that that's crazy, his first two playoff games against the number one seed on the road. Uh, Booker's not backing down against the Lakers. You got to respect that. Uh, 1-1 in that series. And then Luka is just doing whatever he wants uh, to the Clippers. But you just uh, – you got to respect these youngins, man, in, in their first playoff season. Uh, playoff runs or even Luca's second playoff run, but you got to respect these youngins out here trying to go get it with the, with the, with the bacon on the line, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Mm -hmm. great to see young guys being put in these situations and then being able to succeed and overcome it. Uh, That's what the league needed. You know, they needed that next uh, group of guys who was going to be big in the playoffs. Um, Like I said, it's that with the way the Clippers look, especially, um, it's definitely looking like the young guys are, are next. And, you know, uh, it's going to definitely transition from Katie uh, LeBron, Steph to these, you know, younger, you know, under 25 guys, Giannis yeah. and, and, and beads and, and the younger ones. Yeah,
0: Don't let me, don't let me forget Trey. Trey. Trey, when Trey is going crazy uh, in this series, yeah, three, he's
1: one, cooking. He's cooking.
0: Yeah, so don't let me forget him either. And there's a lot, and a lot of us said actually about Trey, about whether his game is going to actually translate as a smaller guard. And he's a, shutting that up with prejudice. So definitely got to give props there. Uh, t- tonight we are talking about the two uh, L.A. teams and their respective series. A lot going on. Uh, first off, um, it's definitely emergency time for the Clippers. Uh, down 2-0. <laughs> um, I, I, I just alluded to Luca is pretty much doing whatever he wants. They can't stop him from scoring. They can't stop him from passing. He's controlling the tempo of the game and they are down 2-0. Shout out uh, Clippers Film and Jamal Christopher. Jamal, we had him on Clippers 24-7 on Twitter. Um, I I asked those guys, I was like, honestly, before I decide if they're cooked or not, I was like, is this uh, bad Clippers or good Mavs? Uh, From what they should, they raised some good points. The the Mavericks are shooting a three-point, getting very lucky with the three-ball. Not lucky, but... They're making a lot of threes. You know how that ebbs and flows through a series. Um, yeah. And Luke, Luke is out of control. And then I would say the, 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 the nervous part is they did that on the road and they're going home. So that's the yeah. – that's a nervous part about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're saying they stuff with the threes. But, like, uh, you know, we were talking about the spaces, you know, and Tony was alluding to. I mean, the role players are comfortable. It's not like those threes are right. – It's not like those threes are being defended, bro. Those threes are wide open. So, I mean – yeah, you can say they're shooting ridiculous from three, but are you defending the three? You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like you know, what we're seeing with the Memphis and Utah where, you know, you know, Utah's getting some good looks from three, but you can clearly see, like, they're just walking up, firing threes with guys in their face, you know, guys in their space, and just hitting, you know what I mean? They're hitting on closeouts and everything, but, like, that's not what's going on with the, with the Mavs. The Mavs is just open because they, they, they're doubling they're missing rotation, so.
0: Yeah, they're not. Was, when, yeah, when you defend a player of Luca's caliber, you just you have to be on a string or yeah. they're just going to find a weakness every time. Like, that's how smart and what level he's on right now. It's kind of crazy to see. And, like, on the, on the scary part of it is, you know, Kawhi has played great both games offensively. Paul George only had a bad first half. I mean, he was good in the, the second half of game one and most of game two. So, you got two good games for from your guys, it's just the Mavs are beating you the hell up, you know, from player three through eight. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's not even close. You know, Morris had a career year. He can't make anything uh, the first two games of the series. He's kind of been their third guy, uh, quote-unquote. You got Zubak, who is really good for them to help the defense get better over the season, but the matchup is bad, so he can't stay on the floor like that. So the defense is back to being below average, and they just can't generate stops. It's just... It's, right now. it's It's his first one to four. I want to give Kawhi some respect here. He's a two-time champion. He's been down the the last championship uh, he won. He was down two zero in the uh in the conference finals. They figured it out. So I want to ask you, um, are they cooked? Is it over in your opinion?
1: Shoot. I mean, definitely it looks like that. <laughs> I mean, they I mean, gotta win, they gotta win four out of five. They got win four out of five, and they have shown that they can't defend. Um, they can't defend Luca at all. Um, I will say this, for the people who, who don't, who you know, feel like, you know, uh, they can't make an adjustment. Tyloo has made these adjustments, at, you know, in these type of similar situations. Uh, but granted, those adjustments were made with. La- LeBron James on his team <laughs> um, he's made the defensive ass- adjustments for the coverages but again that was with LeBron and, and the thing with LeBron defensively and this is where and this is where you get into that argument too about v- defensive versatility um, LeBron is like a captain of can be a captain of a defense like he can command rotations and, and make sure guys are in their proper place because he can be the help side guy so now you're not worried about if you have the initial defense defensive coverage, you know, if you have your initial defensive guys doing, you know, committing to a certain certain coverage, you're not worried about the back end because you know you have your quarterback back there who's going to make sure the guys is on the string because that's what LeBron does, uh, as well as being able to obviously have his one-on-one defense, as we saw even yet last night against Book, he had a great stop with Book and Brooke and uh, on Devin Booker in the fourth quarter, it's no mess, standing him up and shading him to where he needed to go. So LeBron's is super versatile on defense. That's where Kawhi. You know what I mean, like that's where Kawhi hasn't been that guy. That's where that's why you there were whispers of, you know, yeah, he was a, he's always been a great on-ball defender. He's always been a terror, you know, you know, off-ball with the playing the passing coverage. But there are some whispers of could he replicate certain things without Tim Duncan? You know what I mean that that was a, that was a little bit of the whispers early on because Tim Duncan was looked at as the anchor of the, of the Spurs, getting everybody in the right positions. He goes to the Raptors. You know what I'm saying? And people think – people looked at as him caring, but they didn't understand that Nurse had that structure in place as well. You have Marcus, saw you know, Kyle Lowry, uh, Serge Ibaka, very high IQ guys who knew, again, knew how to captain the defense, knew how to make sure the rotations were falling a certain way. I'm not sure Kawhi can do that. You know what I mean? I'm not sure Kawhi can say, hey, y'all, y'all handle this defensive coverage initially and I'm gonna be at the back end and make sure everybody else is moving because that takes a vocal leader. You know what I mean? That takes a guy who's who's vocal, the guy that guys are gonna hear, listen to, like hear his voice and listen to him. Be like, oh, I better be right here because I know he, you know, he's behind me. He, we need to be on this. So that's what's gonna take because, like you said, that's the only way you can guard Luca. You know, you have to be on the string. That's the that's what's gonna take because they can score. You know, I don't think they need to change anything offensively. You know, what I mean, the, the Clippers can score. They're not getting stops, so everything just has to be. You have to get stops, right? And I think
0: Clippers. they even the Clippers. They tried they tried PG and Kawhi on Luca a lot more, and it just it didn't really matter uh, with the shots he was hitting. I just so you know, switching on from that, like a lot of this to me is Luka's incredible. Like that's that's what it is to me. It's, that's the scary part for the the, the Clippers. It's like you can adjust, but right now you have a player who's clearly separating stuff from the rest, everybody else in the series. So, what what is your schematic suggestion to how they can stop or not stop? You're not going to stop him, slow down Luka, or just make the, he'll get his numbers, but a lot less efficiently. So, what, what is your suggestion? Uh,
1: they got, t- it got to be, it's two, it's two, it's two things. Um, it's either you play Baca a lot. And hope that he can switch and provide uh, rim protection help, while you have like guys like Bev or whoever is, or Batum on him, and actually you know, stick tight to him and make him have to dribble and and be aggressive with the ball, or you just you know take Kawhi and PG and be like, look, we're gonna play Luca one on one. We're going to provide help on the drives so he can do quick, quick kickouts and do a quick rotation all over. You know what I mean? Like kind of how do you play LeBron, right? When LeBron drives, right? You send the help on the drive to force the pass to the, to the three and then you rotate it over to try and run those, those guys off the line or make them make a shot, you know, a contested three on a closeout. That's like the only two ways you can really defend them at this point because, you can't trap or nothing because they're not moving on rotations to do early traps or to do, you know what I mean? Or to they can't yeah, just... on the pick and roll. Like they're, they're, they're not rotating good enough to do those type of coverages. You know what I mean? So it has to be simpler defense where it's like, you know, you either play Serge Ibaka and p- apply ball pressure, have Serge switch and be able to bail him out at the rim. Or you say, look, we're going to guard Luca straight up, force him into, to, The jumpers and help at the rim if he gets by, you know his his matchups that he gets switches on. Like that's the only two options they have at this point because they're not coached well enough to to throw anything exotic. Honestly,
0: yeah, right. Like when and when I hear people, you know, break down the series, whether it's the guys on TV or guys I like on Twitter, um, even the things they're trying to, they're not executing it properly. So even if they try one of those things you said, there's a breakdown somewhere. Which yeah. leads to an open three. So it's like that's also another the issue they're going to. Whatever they try, they can't even do it properly to see if it works. So somebody's yeah. getting open. So, and that's kind of strange to me for a team with a championship coach and a, and a bunch of veterans. You know, there's not a lot of young guys playing. And that's, the,
1: that's like the shocking thing. They're playing like, right. they're playing defense like they're a young, inexperienced team. That's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, it's like you would think, you know, they had guys play more, they didn't sit guys as much. Towards the end, they did, I think, and I think the the crazy part is, and, and they they kind of you know, there's I'm not going to accuse like on wax, but there are rumblings that they legitimately you know sought this matchup. You see, with how they how they behave with their resting at the end of the season, so that you know on, on top of everything looks looks kind of worse in my opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why. I mean, they haven't looked good against the Mavericks often so them seeking that out i don't know what they were thinking maybe they would be able to physically you know punk luca again and and kp but uh it's definitely backfiring a lot on them and honestly like we just have to be honest this is just bad leadership by Kawhi here i mean he hasn't he hasn't established good traits or tendencies you know i mean like you see stuff like with the Lakers where you know KCP been Messing up and KCP been Hesitant on his shot and after a Bad you know after a, a bad game From his end offense In terms of shooting and, and making bad Reads even when they're gonna Win LeBron comes up to say hey man I want You to shoot the ball right 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 you know what I'm saying those type of things help your Teammates be like all right you know, my Guy has confidence in me that I can get the job done so I'm, I'm gonna I'm, Next time I'm gonna make sure I, I try to get The job done like Kawhi don't do none of that So it's like like so it's like even if I tell you like hey man dig in and and, and you know what I mean dig in uh switch rotate and, and play your ass off on defense even if I say that's what you have to do sell out and make the best man win I I don't trust that they're gonna do it to the effort it needs to be done because Kawhi is not the type of guy to inspire dudes <laughs> to go like 110 percent. he had other dudes to do that for him
0: he right. strikes me as more of a, this is all obviously on the outside looking in, like we don't have any sources, but right, right, he course. strikes me as a guy as like, I mean, he does his job. He works hard. He, he plays yeah, hard. Exactly. He's more of a, you know, just, I'm going to set an example this way. He's not going to get on guys. And I think that's maybe what he's Clippers have been lacking these last couple of years. Like, there's no, there's no verbal guy to take that part of it to keep everybody accountable. Kawhi's more so a, I going to do my job and, Follow and follow me that way,
1: you know. Yeah, and that's great when you have like I said, when you have other, team, yeah, like, yeah, when you have Tim right. Duncan on your team, that's great because he he'll make sure other guys are in line privately as well as Manu and Tony. Or if you have um, you know, Kyle Lowry, who's, who's a vocal guy as well as Marcus All captaining captaining you know the back end and having make sure guys are. When you have those guys around you, yeah, it's cool. You know, what I mean, just show up, work hard by example. That's it. But when you don't have those when you don't have those presence, like. It's the psychology thing in sports. Sometimes some a lot of dudes need that kick in the butt to get going, as coaches know. You know, and I've been on teams where even you know, it's it's been a bad half. And even I had to step in and say and, and get a speech going, like, come on, bro. We we we, we practice too hard to be going out like this for us to get going, then we get going in the second half. Like you have to have that vocal leadership. Somebody step in who's gonna lead by example Efra as well as as be vocal about it to get into guys to make them internalize it. Yeah. Like that's what they need. Honestly, they just need a gut check because look, they have the talent to guard the Mavericks. They're just not putting effort into doing it. Their rotations, they're not closing out with passion. You know what I mean? They're not defending with passion. Like it's it's, it's literally I don't see the passion or the desire for them to want to sell out.
0: Yeah, their effort their, their efforts gotta be their efforts got to go up a notch. I a hundred percent uh agree there <laughs> i mean we will see the next game is on i think they got two they got uh they actually they got two days off actually so they might go right back at it on friday
1: let me Look, I, I, i'll say yeah. this i won't be shocked if the clippers win the next two games because they they have the talent to right like, they have the talent to bro like they just need a gut check like this is a gut check for them
0: like yeah the, yeah, the next game is uh on on friday so we'll uh, we will see how. Uh, how that goes, Woo! that's, that's season on the line, pretty much 3-0. Yeah,
1: a, it's on the line. It's a it's death on, wish. On the line, because if, if they go down 3-0 with the game four on the road, with that type of locker room, they're done.
0: It, it might be a massacre. It might be a massacre on a, on, on Sunday, actually. It might, <laughs>
1: yeah, it really might be, <laughs> be a, a Sunday point massacre. blowout.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it's at least going to come back 3-1. I don't think those guys are going to get swept. I think they have uh, – pride will kick in at some point. I think for that, they won't get swept. I'll say that that much.
1: Um, I'll, 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 I'll put this prediction out there. If they win game, if they win game three, I think they'll go back 2 two. Oh,
0: that'll be get the home court back. That'll be that'll be interesting.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: So moving on, uh, staying in L.A., the other series you want to look at uh, midweek, lakers Sons. Lakers responded in a big way after the, the game one lost um, some adjustments. Um Mark got in there Uh they went AD at the 5 AD had a, a much more physical disposition his AD at the 5 minutes the Lakers were absolutely locked down down the stretch when it got tight Um AD at the 5 kind of shut the Suns down late uh, it's 1-1 going back to Staples got fans in there this is LeBron's first playoff game in Staples you know believe it or not yeah, it is. <laughs> his third year third year as a Laker uh, who thought we'd be saying that but you know Injury, first year, COVID, second year. So uh, here here we are. I expected to have high energy, even with the limited number of fans that are allowed. Um, what are you expecting from, from game three? We're, we're looking ahead here before we look look throughout the series. What did before, well, we'll start, What did you like in game two that you want to see in game three? We'll, let's start there.
1: I think Vogel has a good handle <laughs> on the Andre Drummond situation. And I say this because... Andre Drummond was absolutely balling last game. Uh, he, he was doing excellent in his minutes, and Vogel didn't use that as an excuse to overplay Andre Drummond minutes. So, so Vogel, I think, has a good handle on understanding that, hey, you know, if I play Andre Drummond for this amount of minutes and he does what we need him to do, that's good. That's a win. That's a win. You know, we, I don't have to overdo it. You know what I mean? Like, we've gotten what we got. needed to get accomplished in, in those minutes. He then also said that, hey, you know, uh, Aiton's dominating us in the glass. Um, I'm not sure if Tres can switch out on these guards, and so if I'm going to play a back of five, I need to play one who's a great positional defense, He's going to at least be able to affect shots and also open up our offense. And that's when he played Marcus Shaw. Marcus Shaw had some timing threes again. Uh, he was, you know, I mean, he he gave up lapses. I mean, you could see the the Suns play with a lot of speed. So when they were speed blitz, when they were speed uh, running and speed blitzing those pick and rolls, I mean Payne was getting to the rim. Well, I say pain was going right around Mark. That, they was definitely attacking that. That's gonna be a good call there. Buck was attacking in the twin game. Even CPT tried to get going a little bit. So those hurt, but I think it's all spacing as well as positional defense made those minutes uh, kind of a wash, which I think is a good thing because it allowed you know AD to rest and our other bigs to rest. I think the biggest thing. In that game too, because a lot of people look at AD's free throw. I mean AD's points, but they he really went to the line a lot. He didn't really like dominate scoring in terms of, you know, making buckets. He he, it was mostly like, uh, you know, he got he got to the line. He was able to get get, uh, get the Lakers points because he was you know picking the fouls. But I think this was big because the role players, won that particularly Andre Drummond and then my guy Dennis Schroeder. They won this game. Um, Dennis Schroeder was the, our second leading scorer with twenty four points. Uh, just an overall good game. You know, he stuck on Cameron Payne and ISO at the end at the, at the closing lineup and was you know stopping that penetration again. So uh, that was a great thing for the Lakers going into next game. So I think they have confidence knowing that their role guys can can pick up the slack at any time for the start. So whenever LeBron and AD decide to actually get going from a scoring standpoint – and to, to get their, you know, usual 30s like they're normally accustomed to dominating with, this is pretty much over, so. Uh.
0: Yeah, I think it's tough. I mean, and I think the Suns are elite. Um, it's just with Chris Paul and us, in the physical condition that he is, Yeah, I think it just pretty much takes any chance they have of making this, this series, which I thought it was going to be. You know, I thought even if it was five, six games, I was like, it's going to be a close five, six. And game two was close. But right. they just really... Me, I think if you can see Frank finally apply the pressure point of really saying, "Okay, what can Chris Paul do?" Because he just threw a kitchen sink at book late, and was like, "No, nah, you're not going to beat this. Uh, somebody else going to have to do it." And Chris, his shot chart, nothing outside the key. Yeah. So it's like, and that that's not his him at all at this point. You know, he takes he takes threes, he takes the mid range, and he's not even getting those up. So he's he's obviously way more seriously hurt than they're letting on, in in my opinion, which is, you know, I stand up for playoffs, they don't tell you how bad a guy is hurt. Definitely not. Yeah, so I think the Lakers are just gonna hit that pressure point and and that'll be a that'll be a wrap you know they're gonna make Payne try to have another game like he had. they they'll like yeah, they'll be like Payne Okay, that was great. Now do it again in L.A. Yeah, do it, do if, it again, exactly. If, if you're like that, the the pick and roll, stop and go. Actually, I'll say he can drive, but those step back threes he was hitting. And th- go ahead, do that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's what I want to see. If he can replicate that, then you, you got it. But I think that's Lakers are going to put pressure on those guys uh, to produce. And Jay Crowder, I mean, I told you we a stepped from. He's with us. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, Jay, I mean what I am looking, I am looking forward to uh, you know Coos and KCP haven't got it going offensively. But usually in the playoffs, uh, role players producing at home, and I'm also looking yeah. for the, the Lakers shooting in general to kind of regress, you know, positive re- positive regression uh, to the mean because I think their their open threes are way below average right now. All the numbers I'm seeing, so if those get regression to the mean, I think they can. You know, jump out to something early and kind of coast.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think the the thing with the Lakers is they going is they gonna get out. They are gonna have some of these games where they do hit their threes. But the key for them is they have to be able to recognize, especially if the jumpers aren't falling. And I think Vogel kind of recognized that. That's why he put Marcus All in to open up the the, the floor. Right. Right. Like, right. Right. If, you, if you, the jumpers are falling, you got you have to open up the driving lanes, bro. Like 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 we have not been like. They keep saying, like, when we hit our threes, we'll be good, right? But we have not been a consistent three-point shooting team all year. roller coaster. So, so even, like, relying on that thought, like, you can't just rely on that thought. Like, obviously, if you're driving, you have to make that pass for sure. But don't be hunting those threes. Really, like really, try to be aggressive and trying to find driving lanes to score inside. And that's why I said Dan Shrew's is going to be a, a crucial part. I was of just
0: going to say that. I was just going to say.
1: <laughs> regardless of how, however, people want to feel about, it, bro, if he's not the third lane score on the team, we're not winning anything because he's he's going to keep the ship alive when Bron is 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 you know compromised or if Bron is like having an off game. He's going to still keep that rim pressure threat alive consistently. Who's going to get the other sh- threes? to open up because they're going to have to sink every time he's, he's attacking that paint. And he also gives another ball handler for the pick and roll for the big. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like, these people got to understand, bro. We need these dynamic scores. That's how you win in the playoffs. That's how you create offense. That's how you That's how you have games like what we saw yesterday where, you know, Brown and AD were not good for most of the game, but that didn't matter because we had Dennis and then we had Drummond, you know, having good games because they're, talented players as as role players so that's why you need talent and i'll personally apologize for drumming you know what i mean <laughs> i say i admit it he was balling and he finally you know he lived up to the physical talent that he had like that's why they picked him up like when you live up to your talent you, you can get by when your stars aren't producing if, you're, if your role players are talented and doing what they need to do
0: yeah i'm to the point where i'm just uh hoping he's a net you know the negative plays don't outweigh the 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 positive plays you know exactly. for every you know fumble turnover or missed layup just you know get a putback or steal a possession that leads to an open three and yeah. i can live, i can live with the results. and i uh, again like uh tony parker said uh the homie tony parker he said you know just you got to look at him like JaVale, you know hope you get him you know yep. offensive rebound putback a, a
1: big block and then you know keep it pushing <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like yeah. It's not for real. Like like Tony was saying, man, if you if when he does get in the midst, just it just take it and take him out. You know what right. I mean? Don't don't worry about putting it back in. Just <laughs> accept that you win those mids and, and and go back to the game plan you were trying to use to win the game. All right.
0: Real quick before we get out of here, just wanna um I a again game, game two, game three tomorrow, seven o'clock Pacific on uh. <clears throat> ESPN, so I'm looking forward to that, it's on TNT, excuse me, TNT got the games until all the way through Friday um, other two games, we'll talk about those for a minute uh, the 4.30 game is the Bucs the, oh, the 4 the woo we
1: <laughs>
0: the 4 o'clock game 4.30 game, Bucks Heat um, did the Miami Heat make a stand or do the Bucks put the foot on their throat tomorrow
1: Man, um, <laughs> I, I think based off pride from Jimmy, pride from Spell, I expect the Miami Heat to win this game tomorrow. Uh, you know, they just—I feel like they're going to get a win tomorrow. Um, I feel like we're going to get a two-one series going, and we're going to have a competitive game for it. um uh, I think the—I do think the Bucks win this game, this series in six, and I still—I'm still sticking with that. Um, I I don't see I I just don't see Miami folding and, and getting swept. Uh, maybe they maybe the Bucks winning in five. You know what I mean because they do have if they do go up three one they do have game five at home. But I, I just don't see the I, I at least don't see the Miami Heat getting swept.
0: Yeah, I, I just Jimmy's been. I think they said these are the worst playoff games in his career. These first two games. Yeah, and I think that that's gonna. I gotta give three guys credit mainly Giannis for finally sticking a guy, a primary guy on the other team, defending yeah, we, well, we We, we got
1: him for getting cooked, but I mean, the numbers yeah. have actually been... Exactly.
0: The, 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 the I mean, it was just the moment and the free throw that led up to it. I was hot. And that was a... He started on free throws, then got cooked to go to OT. I was like, come on, baby. Uh, yeah. But it was, it's been Giannis, it's been Drew, even the, the minutes where PJ Tucker's in, just pretty much giving Jimmy all he can handle. And those guys are... I think it's tough for Jimmy because Jimmy's never been a quickness guy. He's been able to overpower guys to get to his spots, and he can't do that to any of those three players. Yep. So it's just, it's been a little rougher for him, so I got to give credit to those guys. But I think Jimmy's going to play better. I mean, he's like four for – it's like the shooting is awful. I think he's going to at least uh, have a slight tick. I'm going to say the Miami Heat win tomorrow and lose the next game, and I'll take the Bucks in five. I yep. just don't think – Miami just can't score. Yeah, In my opinion. And if, if the Bucks are hitting threes, like they tried to wall up, I think if you saw spoke went away from the wall. Cause it was just they just were making too many threes yeah, unlike man. years past. So it's uh I think you and UMR said it. It's like that the wall don't work if you got shooters making shots, because that's yeah, what you can does. see. So
1: yeah, yeah, I mean it works when you when you have Eric Bledsoe right? Ma- Malcolm Brogdon who doesn't who wasn't getting up. Like the thing with Brogdon, he was shooting 50 49, but many, some Bucks riders were saying it was fake because the, the volume. volume. So, you know, when you have guys who are not willing to take those threes, yeah, the wall is going to work because you have bad shooters or guys who can't, who are not trying to shoot. But when you have guys like Drew Holiday, we have guys like Brian Forbes. You know what I mean? These are these are pe- these are players who are going to want to get the ball up when they touch the rock. They're going to want to shoot that rock. Dante's getting more confident in shooting the three if he has the openly. He's he's not hesitating. And then the, they have some young guys too who who go, who get it up. And obviously PJ Tucker, he's a professional. He gets the corner. He's shooting that. Right. So it, it's a whole different Bucks team. They're constructed for playoffs. They're professionals. They're vets. You know, what I mean, I'll,
0: sure. I'll say this: the, I think why the Bucks are different. They just added three, just mentally, to the three guys they had that are super mentally tough and skilled guys: Drew Holiday, yep. Bobby Portis, PJ Tucker. Just Absolutely. three guys who are not going to fold when it gets tough. Who are skilled and they yeah. understand their responsibility. So and they and
1: they all can shoot threes and hit a th- and hit. Threes. Exactly. You know, yes. I mean, so I think, so I think it's the system.
0: And I think somebody else, what a great point. Giannis is bringing the ball up way less. You know, yeah. Mid- Middleton and Chris, Middleton and Juju, a lot of initiating. And that makes his life a hell of a lot easier. So it's and, a different, but I'm looking
1: forward. It's like, I'm not trying to,
0: you know, curse him. I'm really looking forward to the Nets Bucks in round two. I think people are going to be shocked at how good that series is.
1: Yeah, man, Middleton has a lot more, con- he's mm-hmm. building up on the confidence he built last year to end that heat series, man. He feels like, you know, I mean, he can go get, get a bucket late in the game now. So I feel like they got like a pseudo closer in, in Milton, in the sense that you want Giannis to go get his, but you know, but if you do need big shots, Milton is capable, and Drew Holiday is capable. So that's a good thing with right. the Bucks, even mm-hmm. if they don't have that guy who's like we want the ball in his hands mm-hmm. at all times. They have multiple guys who can.
0: And I think Drew took. I think Drew took pressure off Chris on the on the perimeter. Like on those nights, if Giannis doesn't have it going, I think Chris knows that. Okay, Drew got me too. Right, yeah, it's, the, it's not true. living on blitz, so I think that's been a big help. Uh, the other, the other game that's tomorrow, we're gonna look uh tap into real quick. Uh, Nuggets and Blazers game three, uh, in the motor center, all the way in Portland. Portland took the split. Um, I think this is a long series, but who do you got tomorrow?
1: Role players love playing at home, man. I got Portland, they're gonna be hitting threes all night, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, they their role players were awful in game. That was pretty much the difference in game two. Usually yeah. you get you get Dame going like that early. I think they were they started off struggling early. Dame went ballistic to get him back in the game. He just never really got any help uh throughout the game to to make that I, serious. I
1: think he's gonna, he gonna get a lot of it tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and I was um it's weird. I was watching the other stats like you look at the rosters. Denver has nothing for Dame and Portland has nothing for for Joker. So it's yeah. like those those guys are going to eat. And I think, like you said, uh, Stata's playing the game where I, I'm going to trust Dame to outscore Joker, and there, everybody else kind of let the chips fall where they may, and that's going to decide the series, in my opinion.
1: So it is. It's going to be. A, it's going to be first. Like I said, first one to one twenty
0: <laughs> every night. Yeah. Hopefully, the refs are better because that that game two reference was it pretty much destroyed the, the the flow of the game. So. We'll see. Anyway, y'all, make sure you tap in. Uh, myself and Kings follow Kings on Twitter. It's Kings, bro. Myself, JJ Maple fifty five underscore MST. Follow, subscribe to Pod. Uh, rate it. drop a you know detailed rating. Uh, give us feedback. We we tap back in on the timeline. We appreciate you guys for tapping in. Uh, you know we might do a spaces out the blue again tomorrow. Seem like y'all messing with. It. We might rock with that again after the Lakers-Suns game, so make sure you tap in,
1: and peace. We are out of here. Yes, sir. Peace, y'all.